Okay, you want me to talk to the camera? Oh, no, you can, we you. Could, no, we could just talk to me. Okay. Just a conversation. All right. Uh, how's retirement? Great. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I, it was a little adjustment period because I really love teaching, you know. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> now that I've been doing it a couple of years, I'm, I'm into it. And, and it gives me a lot of time to go to, to fourth wall and to write material and to think about it and to do it. So, yeah. That's good. Absolutely. How yeah. long uh, How long you been retired for? Since uh, June of 2021. Okay. Two so, years. Yeah, fairly recent then. Yeah. And then when you retired, did you pick up... Uh, uh, comedy again, or were you doing yeah. it throughout? No, I, I I would do it sometimes during the summer, just because when when you work, I mean, a lot of the time I was working and going to school because you know when you you got to get credentials and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would just be tired at the end of the day, you know, and so uh, I would uh, do it during the summer. Okay, sometimes <clears throat> when I was off, and then when school started, I didn't do it very much. Yeah, knowing that when I retired, I was going to pick it back up again. Okay, mm-hmm. and how long did you teach for? 23 years. All, yeah. in, all in Los Angeles? Yeah, at the same school. Oh, no way. Yeah, Reseda High School. It's now called Reseda Charter High School. Uh, it's a few miles from here. Yeah. I taught uh, U.S. Uh, government, U.S. history and economics. Uh, it's what they call a special day program teacher. So I would teach students that had like learning disabilities, mm. uh, students with autism, uh, students with emotional issues. And, uh, you know, they would be on diploma track, so I would have to teach them the standards so they could get a diploma. But they were like smaller classes. They were on individual educational programs. Uh, so it was more like sort of, you know, more individual. Right. Uh, and I had help. I had an assistant in the room that would help me. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, I really liked it. I mean, right. it's truly important to teach the subjects that you like. That's the important thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what did, did you do anything before teaching? Um, nothing uh, in particular. I worked like as a uh, extra and a stand-in for a couple of years. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. No way. Yeah, I did. My uh, claim to fame was I was on the first uh, Seinfeld, the uh, pilot. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. If you watch, if you ever watch it, there's an airport scene, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm in the airport scene. No yeah, way. Yeah, Your so, face and everything? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I want to check that out. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was yeah. fun. It was, you know, I mean, Jerry Seinfeld, he was a comedian, and he was, you know, you knew who he was, right. but he wasn't like, you know, off the charts, like funny and, and, and rich like he is now. He yeah. was just a working comic like everybody else, but he mm-hmm. really did a good job. It's funny on the show, did good writing, and now it's he's the most uh, well, wealthiest comedian in the history of comedy. Honestly, yeah. What, what a, um, how long did you, how long was that part of your life? Uh, about two years. Point? Okay. Yeah. And then before that, uh, you know, I took a lot of acting classes and I did comedy for a few years. Uh, and then uh, before that, I uh, worked for law firms, went to law school for uh, oh, wow. a couple of years. Yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, I went halfway through the night program at Loyola Law School. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, but I knew it wasn't for me, and I didn't want to spend more. I was paying for it myself, and it was a private school. It cost a lot of money, right. so I just like, I'm not going to do this. Why was that? Why, why didn't you feel like you were because I didn't, attracted to it? I just didn't like it. I didn't go because uh, I wanted to be a lawyer. I went because everybody said it was a good idea, mm. and, and, and I bet it wasn't for me. You know, I just it just wasn't. It was like fighting with people for the most part. Uh, and, uh, you know, and then I just uh, I worked on comedy. I worked for law firms for a while as like a, uh, an assistant 
paralegal helping lawyers, but I knew that it wasn't going to be my career, and I got out of it as soon as I could. Right. Yeah. And then I also got a uh, master's in marriage and family therapy from, so I went from law school to Cal State Northridge to get a master's in marriage and family therapy. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and then through that is when I got to teaching. I worked with high school kids in the training uh-huh. uh, for the uh, marriage and family therapy program. Uh, and then I realized I got along with high school students, and then I had to decide what I was going to do. Was I going to be a therapist, or was I going to be a teacher? And I chose to be a teacher because I like to talk about government history and economics. I'm really into it. And then, um, and you know, it's just more of a stable job. You know, the, the government puts money in education, and it actually worked out because we had the financial crash in 2010, and I was lucky to hold on to my job. Mm-hmm. So and I got a pension now and everything. So good for you. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. What are you uh, What are you looking forward to, like more the, the most in your retirement? Are, do you have any plans, like to travel or anything like that? Like, yeah, plans? travel. Well, we're going to go next month. My wife and I are going to go to uh, Portugal and Spain. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Have you ever been? Uh, no. No. Okay. I've been to Europe, but right. not to uh, Portugal and Spain. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Do you yeah. know any Spanish? Yeah. Uh, un poquito. Un poquito, yeah. sí. Yeah. Sí, señor. Right, right. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Donde es baño? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the Spanish food is amazing, mm-hmm. man. I got my first, I went, when I went to uh, London mm-hmm. like 10, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, I got my first taste of Spanish food, and it is amazing yeah. out there. Really good, man. Yeah. Really good. So that's going to be a good time. Yeah. So can I ask you questions or do you just Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a conversation more so. Uh, You know, I'll hit the, I'll ask questions to hit points, but yeah, it's a conversation. Okay. So you went to London. Did you like it? I did like it. I did like it. Um, I, I, I don't think I was going to the right places for food, Mm -hmm. but when we did go to the right places, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. But like we went to Wales Mm -hmm. and I went, I ordered like a, you know, bacon sausage yeah. or, ba- or bacon eggs and like hash browns mm-hmm. and the, you get the, the Welsh like, breakfast yeah, yeah and they gave me like a blood sausage right and i didn't know what it was at first and i tried it and yeah. i was very surprised yeah <laughs> yeah it's an acquired taste <laughs> it is yeah. it is um but altogether yeah i loved it we went to uh i went there my sister had like a soccer tournament out there for oh. college oh yeah cool. she played soccer or football as mm-hmm. they would say right um, but then we got to go to Amsterdam, which mm-hmm. was fun. Oh, Amsterdam yeah, was pretty that was, fun. Yeah, yeah, that was super fun. So you were in Wales, and then uh, how long were you in Wales? Oh, well, I was in Manchester, and then oh, okay. we were staying with an uncle. My, one of my mom's cousins lived mm-hmm. up there, and then we went to Wales for like a day, mm-hmm. went back to Manchester, and then was in London for a couple of days, mm-hmm. and then at Amsterdam, and then flew oh, back. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Yeah. 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 And then I, I, I've been there a couple of times now with my girlfriend, because she's mm-hmm. from France. So I, oh, to like Paris? Paris, uh, uh-huh. the south of France, and I've oh. been to Rome. Oh. Yeah, Rome was cool. Yeah, you but, go to the uh, Vatican? I did go to the Vatican. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was really nice. I really would say cool. of all the things I've seen in my my life, that's like the most uh, interesting. Right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's hard. It's just, it's amazing. I didn't actually go into the church, but I went through like the mm-hmm. tour yeah. thing, but I never got to see the church. Okay. It's yeah. a huge line. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, the tour itself is good because you go through the mm-hmm. museum and everything. Exactly. Right? Yeah, you get to see everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, you've been to Paris? Yeah, yeah. That's a great city. A couple times. Yeah. The food there is amazing. Foods. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's really. You can't good. get a bad meal there. You really can't. If somebody serves a bad meal, they put them in jail. Yeah. <laughs> they do. It's like they a go on crime. Strike. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've been to museums. I like the Louvre. I like yeah, the, me too. I think it's called the D'Orsay. Uh, which is an art museum mostly. Okay. I really like that one. Okay. Did you go to Versailles? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was beautiful too. Mm-hmm. I love Versailles. Yeah. Love Versailles. That was great. Mm-hmm. 
crap what was I going to say yeah yeah Versailles uh, pretty pretty interesting mm-hmm. with the uh, you know because you learn you know what you learn about history you know mm-hmm. when you go there and I like the yeah, you learn about the French Revolution. Right, yeah. yeah. Marie Antoinette mm-hmm. and like her garden in the back right. and stuff like that. My girlfriend was so excited to see that. It's <laughs> the only thing she wanted to see. And then she got to see it. It was it was pretty cool. But yeah, a lot of history there. Yeah. Crazy history with all that that happened there with Marie Antoinette and yep. the revolution. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. England, too. I like to. I, I really enjoy going to the UK. I've been there. I've been to London like 10 times. Uh and I really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it, I, what I like about it is I always stay in the same area, so I really know it now, you know. Got and it. And I, I go to, there's a lot of museums there you can see. And then from there, we take day trips. We go to Bath one day, Cambridge, Oxford, you know, yeah, you can do yeah. a lot of things. And then we've been to Scotland, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. You, so. so you like to go to the castles, too. That's yeah. Like, that's fun, yeah, huh? Yeah, it is. That, that's really fun to yeah. go to the castles. Yeah. That's what, That was one of my favorite things, mm-hmm. uh, especially in Rome, like seeing all the ruins in Rome. Yes. That was yeah. so fun. Did, have you been to uh, Baths of Caracalla in uh, Rome? No. That, that was one of my, me and my girlfriend's favorite places. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a, a mile or two away from the Colosseum. It's like a walk. But once you get there, it's mm-hmm. one of the, it's super chill compared to everything else, but it's one of the most beautiful things. It's mm-hmm. basically just where, like a public bath back mm-hmm. in the day where they used to. Wow, cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Really cool. It's um, amazing. They had a lot of engineering uh, really good engineering, water irrigation and things, you know, before they had electricity and, and, and they really, you know, they had, uh, it was excellent the way that they uh, managed to uh, uh, engineer Absolutely. their culture. Yeah. You mm-hmm. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And grow, for, grow. Right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite part of history? Like, what what are you most interested in? Uh, I, I like. Well, I, I taught U.S. history, mm-hmm. so my favorite like event is uh, World War II. Um, it's just because one, there's a lot to mm-hmm. it, you know. And mm-hmm. It's it's really uh, a lot of uh, you know both in Europe and in uh, in the Pacific, you know. Uh, and just how you know the world mobilized. It was uh, a fight of uh, democracy versus authoritarianism, just like we're having today, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, we had, you had to stop Hitler, you know, in World War II. Just like today, we have to stop Putin because he won't stop himself, you know, <laughs> you know. And uh, and and you know, just a lot of uh, like the 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 Russian Stalin, you know, how how he treated his people. It's amazing, man. A lot of people, you know, died. And of course, mm-hmm. Hitler. With uh, I've yeah. been to a couple of uh, I've been to one concentration camp, oh, Dachau, no in Germany. Yeah. How's that? Uh, sobering, right? Yeah, because yeah. they still have like the the ovens and stuff. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, they had them. I don't know if they're still there now, but they were there when I was there. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been to the uh, Holocaust Museum here in LA, mm-hmm. and that was already just enough. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine what it's like to actually be on the grounds right. where all this horror happened. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. We had a when I was teaching, we had a a, a person who had been in Auschwitz, and he okay. lived. Yeah, uh, he was like in his nineties, about maybe ten years ago, and uh, he talked about what it was like, you know. And, and he lived, uh, and he was just lucky because he was strong, and so they worked him, and and so he said what they would do is, is you know they would go like they might go chop wood, right? Mm. So they go out in the forest and spend the day chopping wood. But they only would give them a piece of bread and and some watered down soup, and that was all that the Nazis would give them to eat. So the people in the towns would leave food food out for them, oh and he gosh. said, and so they would you know they would be able to eat it. And uh, he said that's the only way that they survived, 
you know. Jesus, uh, man. He said that went on for years. He was in there for like three years. Yeah. It's insane to see, like, just or yeah. just to hear the stories of what people have gone through, and right. we're so spoiled nowadays. Right, you know? that's or, right. I mean, us as Americans, I don't, I don't know about you know yeah, the, the rest, rest of the world, world. Yeah. right? But you know, first world Western countries, yeah, for sure. yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, but you got places like North Korea, you know, now that are very brutal. There is, you know, in many ways, they're as bad as the Nazis were. Uh, uh, you got you know Putin in Russia, and, uh, you know. Planes are now falling out of the sky yeah. with people that oppose yeah. him. People mm-hmm. fall out of, you know, they they get thrown out of uh, hospitals, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then China, too. You know, that's a communist country as, as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, those people don't have freedoms that we have. Like, you don't see comedy clubs in Beijing. Yeah. You know, you don't hear anybody saying anything against uh, Xi Jinping. <laughs> you know, you don't hear it. 100%. Because they'll be dead. Yeah. Right? So that's really the big fight that, that we have to be able to protect our... Our country, where we have the Constitution and basic freedoms, is that why we can go to the fourth wall and every day yeah, stand absolutely. there and say what we want? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I mean, it's really uh, something that we have to preserve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you've been doing comedy longer than you were teaching. Uh, well, not really. Okay. No, I did it for a couple of years mm-hmm. before I started teaching. And then I did it a few times in the summer, but I would only get up like... Maybe fifteen times on a good summer. Okay, you know, so it was like I mean, if you call fifteen times a year, yeah. it's not very long, not very much. Uh, but do you think so, just doing that little helped you as a teacher? Because I can imagine teaching would be probably harder than stand up in, um, in many ways. Yeah, yeah, it did, it did <laughs> you know? because I had and 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 the, and the teaching helped me do stand up too because a lot of the material that I talk about I developed as a teacher. You know, the history and stuff. Like right. you've heard me talk sometimes about constitution and basic freedoms right. and stuff. I developed all that as a teacher. So yeah, they kind of they helped each other. And uh, that's like why I became a teacher, because I just sat down and said, well, if I can't do stand-up comedy for a living, I can at least get into uh, a, an area where I like to talk, what I like to talk about, and they will pay me to do it. And yeah. they did. And I did it for 23 years. There you go. Yeah, so that was cool. I can, I can see you being a really cool teacher, yeah, though. Thanks. I, I can see that. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Tried to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, absolutely. When did you graduate high school? I graduated in 2007 okay. in Las Vegas. So I could have been your teacher. You could have. Yeah, you definitely could have. started in 98. I needed a good history teacher, yeah. a government teacher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Back then, mm-hmm. I did. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, what made you want to get into comedy? Uh, I just heard uh, when I was young, I heard, I mean, no, you know, he's really out of favor now, but uh, for the first comedian I ever heard was like Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> he really messed up, yeah. of course. But he was pretty funny when he was, you know, when he was starting out. I mean, he had a bunch of albums, Fat Albert and Noah's Ark and all these albums, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And he was pretty good then. I, I, I really liked it. I thought, this is a really great job, you know. And then uh, I followed, uh, then I heard George Carlin. And oh, I yeah. thought, wow, this guy is funny. This, yeah. I really like what this guy's saying. And then Lenny Bruce, you know, uh, who was like the first comedian. He got, he got, uh, he actually had trials for obscenity for saying things on, on stage that people, you know, saying like the F word on stage. He got put in jail for it. For real? Try, yeah, for real. Yeah, if you look him up, Lenny Bruce, B R U C E. What year was this? Yeah, this was like in the 50s, late no 50s, kidding. early 60s. Yeah. Yeah, we'll he was the, the first one that, yeah, yeah. He was the first one. What are you gonna he say? was the first one to talk about like politics and stuff, political. Uh, most comics before that, you know, they were like Catskill comic. Take my wife, please. You know, mm-hmm. and, a young yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. and he started talking about like you know important subjects, politics and and government and things like that. And he used the F word a couple times. And 
he got arrested and put in jail and on trial for obscenity. That's crazy. Yeah, so he was the first one that that paved the way for everyone else. Yeah. That's not even that long ago. Nope, not really, no. And then, uh, yeah, so if you ever, he, there's a movie that uh, 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 Dustin Hoffman did where he played Lenny. But nice. if you look it up on the internet, you can, you can read about it, probably in Wikipedia. Okay. And then when I heard Richard Pryor, yeah, I thought that guy, yeah. funny man, you know, he was he was the one that really made me think, God, this is. <laughs> I mean, when I hear him, I think I'll never be that funny, but but he's just so good, you know. He's great. Yeah, he's awesome, dude. Yeah, so, so those were the comedians that I heard when I was very young, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's what I want to do, you know. Yeah. But it's a you know it was kind of a risky thing, so I kept going to school, and I was in situations where I I couldn't be going out at night doing comedy, and uh, and then finally I just started to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, so here and we now are. You get to do it whenever I want. want. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's a life, dude. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Right. And you get to travel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I worked hard for it, though. I worked almost fifty years. You know, for 48 years, I worked from the time I was 16, full or part-time, till I retired at age 63, yeah. you know. Yeah. Are, are you from L.A.? Yeah. Originally? No way. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Yeah. What part of it? From I was born just up the street in North Hollywood. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, North Hollywood. I mean, sorry. I lived most of my life in North Hollywood. I was actually born in, in, uh, in L.A., and we lived around, uh, like, Torrance. Okay. And, uh, and then we moved to the Valley. And yeah, I went to school, elementary school, middle school, and I'm mm-hmm. beginning of high school here mm-hmm. in the valley. Have you seen uh, Boogie Nights? Oh yeah, the movie Boogie Nights. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. That was shot all around here. It was actually shot in Reseda, uh, near my. Some they used a couple of the scenes were actually shot at the school. No I'm kidding. At, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. That's that's cool, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, you said you saw some crazy stuff, like or not, but just cool movies being shot around town. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, see them all the time. But mm-hmm. I live in Studio City now. They shoot all the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's know. very true. Because it's close to it's close to the studio. So if they can get a location that's close to the studios, then it's cheaper for them. They don't have to drive that far. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, Are, you, do you do shows at all for comedy? Have you done shows? Not for a long time. I used to like when I was doing it before because I had done it like about four years. Uh, I used to do shows at the LA Cabaret, which was a some of the older people would know about it. It was a comedy club in uh, Encino. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had about 20 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, so they had book shows there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I haven't, I just go to the uh, fourth wall right now. Yeah. Just trying to work on, you know, just having fun with it, really. Right. You know. Did you do any open mics with like people who are famous now? Um, you know, uh, there's a few people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, some people go on to, uh, uh, you know, to get work like it, like I think I, I mentioned this before, uh, Chris D'Elia. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he was at he was at the Haha ha a couple of summers when I would go there. Yeah, and there was a guy who, uh, if you ever watched the show Abbott Elementary, uh, it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that plays the yeah. janitor. His name is his real name is I don't know what his character's name is, but his name is Davis. Okay. And he used to do comedy like like thirty years ago when I started, 
and he was just an open micer like us. And I checked his IMDb, and he'd been working like one, one or two times this year. Then he wouldn't work for two years, uh-huh. and the year, three years from then, he'd, he'd he'd work like a couple of months. Yeah, and he'd just been doing it all these years, and now he's got a, like Some, a regular job. That's crazy. Yeah, man. it's a it's a hard gig, man. Yeah. This Hollywood oh, yeah. stuff. Sure. You know, yeah, I was more of the behind. Hard. I was more of the behind the camera type mm-hmm. of person. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did, like wrote short films, directed them. I oh edit. good, good. Yeah, good. I, like I edit great. all this stuff. Oh great. Um, great. but that's like my background. Yeah, yeah. Great. Good. Um, so you you still want to make movies? I do. I think I do. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. I've more so been more attracted to just the writing. Like okay. I, I'm still like writing, you know, like treatments and okay. like scripts here and there. But uh-huh. um, the directing part, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I have that itch like I used to. You right, know, that, right. that that desire. Right. You know, I I talk to. Uh, it, it's great having this podcast because I get to talk to not only experienced comics but experienced people in life. Right. Right. And I I don't know if you know Armand Gorgian. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah He's Mo. a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I I did a podcast with him recently, and I was always that person who always, was always worried about the outcome of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he 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 said something about like. What, what, what does your compass want? What does your inner compass right, want? Right. Because that's how you guide yourself. It's right. not the outcome. Right. It, it, like, sure, you know right. what the outcome is, but you, you have to know what, how, if what it's do you want feeling. to do. Yeah. yeah. And I don't have that. Com- my compass isn't towards the directing mm-hmm. anymore. Okay. It's more so just the writing. And mm-hmm. You like to perform? So I had my first show oh. um, last Friday. Good. How'd it go? At the it, it was amazing. Fourth wall? Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. I had so much fun. Good, good, good. It was good, amazing. Good. And like, after, right after it, I was like, okay, I'm, I think, because, you know, I'm doing this thing. I'm kind of just testing the, was, te- mm-hmm. was testing the waters, right. doing this podcast and learning. But I, right after, like, that day, like, I woke up Saturday morning and I was like, all right, I'm going to go for it. Good. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. All so right. cool. this is what it's going to look like. So, and I'm just going to go for it, dude, like 110%. Good, you know? good, good. Yeah. Good. And it's not the outcome, you know, it's more so of me. It's like, that's what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. That's what I feel like I have to do right now, right. in a sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been fun, man. I get to meet really cool people, you know, mm-hmm. very honest people. Yeah. Open-minded yeah. people as well, right. especially in L.A. because you never know. Right, right. You know, working in Hollywood. Right. Everyone's really divided when it comes to their their opinions, mm-hmm. right? We're in comedy. I right. feel like we just understand it. We get right. it. Right. You know, and it, it doesn't come from a very, it doesn't come from like a bad place. It comes from more of a... Uh, informational or just mm-hmm. entertaining mm-hmm. you know and that's what i enjoy about it really right yeah good. yeah cool. mm-hmm. yeah man yeah cool 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 hell yeah dude yeah okay um yeah you know i used to go to the comedy store and i saw like richard Pryor once yeah just before he passed away he's in really bad shape he was in a wheelchair they had to wheel him up on the wheelchair but he was funny. I mean, he was just amazing. You know, he could barely talk, but yeah. he's still funny. It was, he just had he the just, crowd busted up. You just have it. He just knows how to be funny. Right? Yeah. Even just with all the disabilities. Like, he couldn't yeah. even, like, if you didn't move, he would still probably right. be funny. Right. Right? right. They're, they're, people just have that gift. Right. Some people. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of them. Yeah. For sure. Very few. Yeah. Right. Very few. Do you, uh, do you look at any of the comedians now and are kind of like, that's someone who I you think that could make it. Um, Do you see like a difference? Well, especially being doing it for so long. Yeah, you know, you I, mean? know I, I think what what happens is, I mean, there's two there's two things you can do. Okay, you can go to the comedy store, and and you get you know put into a TV show, which does happen, uh, or you can go on the road, and sometimes people do both. You know. Uh, 
but I've noticed a lot of people like 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 go on the road, you know, and and that's how you can make money. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's you know it's it's a tough life kind of. Yeah. You know, I mean, you have to really be willing to uh, to leave the house. You know, and and, and you know, go to different uh, different places to make money. Right. Or you know, you can go to the comedy store, and and with luck, you know, you can be there and become a regular. Uh, and like Mark Maron, I don't know if you've ever mm-hmm. heard of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's a guy. He's he was at the comedy store. I think in the in the seventies. Oh wow! Seriously? Yeah, I think I think yeah, because he's about he's like fifty eight or fifty nine, right? So uh, he probably uh, he's probably the eighties, probably the mm-hmm. mid eighties. I think he's. I think. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So he would have been about twenty twenty five. Yeah. Okay. So so since then he's been a comic, and but he said for a lot of years I, I didn't really get anywhere. You know, he would have been working on his act and he would do, you know, he would do shows mm-hmm. here and there, you know, uh, and uh, and he was able to to make kind of a living, he said. Mm-hmm. And this is for years right. till he was like maybe maybe late 40s up until he was about 50 when he started doing the podcast. Then when he did the podcast, wow. like you're doing, and he got kind of famous for doing the podcast because he was one of the first people to get like big stars got it you know got it and and then you know his his comedy then he started to get booked at like better shows because he was an experienced comedian and he was a podcaster so people would come to see him it kind of made him a little bit of a star see Mm. and then now he plays to like packed audiences that's crazy yeah so you know crazy how just some people will make it right away or and some have to wait for like Third, like him, time. 30, almost yeah. 40 years. A lot of people have to wait, though. Right, I mean, it's, absolutely. It's a kind yeah. of thing. Like Sebastian Mellon, Cusco. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so he's been doing it for 25 years. Mm-hmm. And the first time I ever heard of him was when he made that movie, The Green, the Green Book. Book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I found out that he was a comedian. Mm-hmm. You know, And then I kind of started looking him up on YouTube. And then I finally, he'd been doing it at that by that time for like 18, 17, 18 years. You know? Jesus. Yeah. Wow. You know, and, and so that's a lot of... A lot of years where you're doing one-nighters, man, yeah, and you're dude. driving from here to, say, Santa Barbara doing one night and from there, or two nights maybe, and then from there to San Luis Obispo and then from there to, to Seattle, Washington, Jeez, you know? And, and But he did it. And he probably went a lot of years where he didn't make very much money and sleeping in his car and eating at McDonald's and yeah. stuff, you know? But now he, he, he works, he probably makes, you know, Three four hundred thousand dollars for a show, so it it makes up for all that. That's true. (laughs) That's very true. You know, Uh, and you know, and 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 if you're uh, like like I've seen like a lot of like TV shows, you know, like like what they call like The Voice. I don't mean The Voice, but those shows where they have like like comics, right? Judges, yeah. um, America's Got Talent, right? Stuff like that, yeah. Or Last Comic Standing, right? Right? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Now a lot of those people have been doing it. 15, yeah. 16, 17, 20 years. Because that's how long it can take to get right. good to be world class. And then it's still no guarantee. you know. But if you get on one of those shows, what that does is you gotta, you get, it raises your profile. Right. So then it's easier to get booked. You, know, you may not get like famous and be on a TV show, but mm-hmm. you probably get easier to get booked and to make more money. Right. You know. Have you seen like this new uh, generation of comics who are using social media to get their to get I have. booked? I have. Yeah. It's, it's insane, mm-hmm. dude. It's yeah. insane. And mm-hmm. I, I went to go see one, mm-hmm. and it's it's completely because you saw him on uh, social media. Yes. Okay. So we. What's his and, name? Do you remember? Uh, 
Trevor Wallace. Okay, that sounds familiar. Yeah, he, he was a TikToker. Got okay. big on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to go see him. And there were other people, comics on there I wanted to see. Like Doug Benson was there. I'm mm-hmm. a huge Doug Benson fan. Okay. Um, but it's you, you can just see like what you were talking about, how you got to be on stage for X amount of years. Right. Because if you're not, it just seems like, because I'll probably cut this out, but it seems like he was just reading a script. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like... Not acting it out. Yeah, like yeah. there was nothing authentic about right, it. And you right. can, even at the fourth wall, you can sniff it out when someone's right. not being authentic. Right. And that was right. it. That's the important thing. Is yeah. Even my girlfriend, who's not, yeah. you know, she, she's been to a couple of comedy shows. Right. She's not really into it. But she she even said, she was like, there's just something off. Right. And as soon as I pointed out the authenticity, right. and she was like, holy shit. Right. And that's an experience. Yeah. Yeah, and it, you can just feel like it was just you know people were writing his jokes right. for him and stuff like that. Right, and he was just telling them. But he, mm-hmm. but it's on the business side. Mm-hmm. He's selling out tickets. You know, he's mm-hmm. putting ass, asses on those seats. Right. So you, you know? can't argue with that. Exactly, you dude. Know? Exactly. But you got to be careful about that because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you might sell out for a while, but you know, if you, sniff you it. don't get better, right? Your right. material doesn't improve. You're gonna. It's going to stop. Yeah. Or maybe just reduce. I mean, he might always have a core audience, but right. you always want to be growing your audience. Well, th- that's another thing, too, that people are talking about is that people with like millions of followers, sometimes they're not even stand up fans. They're just fans of his skits online. Right. You know, right. so sometimes like people with that hundreds of thousands of followers don't really fill seats, from what I hear. I don't right. know. I've never seen Right, it, but right, right, right. Yeah. Right. So it's a crazy game. Right. Really. Right. Really. Like, and, and it feels like, because I'm so brand new in it, but it feels right. like comedians who've been doing it for five or two to five years are starting to see more and more of these social media comics come mm-hmm. on board and right. starting to do their thing getting, and getting really famous on fucking social media. Right. So the idea is if you do, if you make money, put it away. Don't blow it. Yeah. Save your money. Exactly. You know? Or invest in it, dude. Right. Because you never it. know what how what's the future's going to bring. Never know. You know, and it might be a really big comic today, but I can tell you that there are a lot of people that had a lot of promise as comedians. They did well early, and they just beat her out. Same yeah. with, like, actors and stuff. Right. You just never know. Even you the know? drugs, dude. The drugs yeah. will get to especially oh, yeah. with comedians. For sure. Alcohol. Yep. You know, it, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Super crazy. Yeah, I would recommend staying away from drugs and alcohol. Absolutely. If there's one thing that yeah. you get from this, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really a, it's a disaster for some people. Yeah. Are you a drinker? Uh, really little yeah, drinker. Me too. Not very much. Me too. Two, three drinks a, a week, maybe. Okay. Yeah, tops. Maybe four on a yeah. big week. What do you like to drink? Um, I drink like uh, I drink white wine, a little bit of white wine, and then what I do is I make like a wine cocktail out of it, kind of like a white wine sangria. Okay. And I take white wine, put a little ice in a bottle, then I pour some of this like coconut uh, drink uh-huh. and then I pour Grand Marnier on top of that and uh, I, I stir it up and I really like that there you yeah. go there you go mm-hmm. hell yeah. yeah that's how you like to get loose okay yeah. so I just you know but uh, yeah no no nothing no heavy nothing heavy, yeah you know? yeah <laughs> absolutely absolutely not not even me anymore I, 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 I had I got all that out in Vegas good yeah, yeah. man I had good. to, I, had to. I was bad during the pandemic I'm not gonna lie but mm-hmm. I, I got off that again mm-hmm. So you live here with your girlfriend? I do. Yeah. How long, if you don't mind me asking, how long have you lived here? I uh, lived here for, hmm, we moved here in 2020, so summer oh. of 2020. Oh, so you guys have been years. together for a while. Yeah, we've been together for seven years. Oh, yeah, well, that's pretty long. Yeah. yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. we met in uh, Hollywood. She was the apartment right across my apartment, mm-hmm. so we would see each other on our balconies. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Very cool, man. You know, John, you know. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. You ever been to any, like, music festivals or anything like that? Uh, I was at Woodstock. No, just kidding. Okay. I was going to say, dude. That was even before my time. That was in, uh, it was 69, so I would have been... I would have been like eleven, so no, I didn't oh, go there. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, some. I mean, when when I was a you know late teenager, early twenties, mm-hmm. they used to have music festivals, kind of like Coachella, but not Coachella. But, right. You know, they had like the big bands at the time that had yeah. like five of them. Okay. Uh, and over two days, five of each on each day. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my favorite band is the Rolling Stones. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I see them. Uh, every time they come around, which now that they're 80, but they still, I saw them two years ago, man. They were like 77 and 78, and they yeah. were just like rocking, rocking. yeah. Two hours, they started the show at 9 o'clock. They went two hours. What? Yeah. That's way past bedtime. Yeah, man. I know. I was just like, God, these guys, I'm tired, man. You know, and they're all gone. Yeah. Good for them, though. Yeah. Good for them. Are they still touring? Uh, I think they're finishing up an album, and they're, they're wow. going to tour. Yeah, they don't, you know, like they used to do like, world tours right now they do like just big cities 15 probably. shows yeah. yeah yeah i mean so got to do that yeah they can't all do those it. years of just rock and roll right drug. so that they'll do one night and then they'll take like a week off yeah well <laughs> a night or two off yeah, okay. but they don't do two shows in a row almost never absolutely not yeah. that's crazy dude do yeah you play any instruments uh i ha- i used to play the guitar uh, i used to have a strat i gave it to my grandson okay yeah but yeah i played for a while Okay. Uh, but I, my free time, I pretty much try to work on material. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, I do a lot of, I listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of reading and stuff, you know, just trying to learn as much as I can. I study history and, you yeah. know, government stuff. Have you ever thought about uh, doing a podcast? I've thought about it. Yeah. You know, seems like it's a, seems like a, it's a skill, though, I can tell. You know, you're all set up. you got, like, this professional equipment no. and stuff. You know. <laughs> On an iPhone. And you do it a lot, right? I mean, you, you, I, you, I, you, I hear you've, you've done a lot of yeah, comics. Yeah, you are yeah. number 18. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, number 18. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to say any guests, but we've got some special guests coming up soon. Good. So you're just growing, you know what I yeah. mean? It's, and it's crazy to see how, and, mm-hmm. and do the, again, like, the thing is I'm learning so much. Yeah, right. I would have not been able, like, that show, there's no way I would have been able to do that without doing this right. podcast. Right, because right, Even if it's just one little nugget that someone right. gives to me, it changes my whole perspective right. on the whole game. Right. Right, and now I got that first show out of the way. Now I see mm-hmm. vividly what every, every, all those people were talking about. Right, right. So now it's just, like, jumping it now into, like, asking deeper questions about the comedy, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, what... I mean, it's 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 just been so much fun. Mm-hmm. This whole process and just this whole experience has just been amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. That's one thing about it. I mean, it's really fun when you do well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> when you don't do well, it's not so fun. It, it's but. yeah. It depended. Like <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I had some jokes on Friday where they didn't really hit, mm-hmm. but even still, like even that not happening, you know, right. it was just kind of funny how. Yeah, you kind of just bounce back from that. Right, like you just that. keep going. Yeah, and it was right. all fun. Like even right. just the b- jokes that bombed, it was still fun to right. just kind of riff off of right. that. And it was uh, like a like a bringer audience, or uh, no, it was just like a regular spot. And oh, cool. um, what's it called? But it would. I, I had a friend, and my girlfriend was there, and mm-hmm. then it was pretty packed. It was almost sold out. Cool, cool. So you know, and the energy was great. Yeah, energy good. was good. Good mix of people too, good. like the younger generation, and then mm-hmm. older. older. Was Joe the MC? Yes. Yeah, cool. yeah, and Joe always. He's pretty good. He's great. Yeah, he's been doing it a long time. Yeah. 
but he just knows how to get the energy up. Right. Every, every time he comes on that mic to introduce the next comic, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? No matter how the set went, right. he just always has that energy. Right. Do you go do, you do those shows? I haven't, no. Yeah, yeah okay. I haven't, yeah. Do you want to? I, I don't know, maybe. We'll see. I, I, I want to get my material down mm-hmm. before I before I commit to anything like that. I uh, seem a little different, you know. I'm, I'm not that worried about making a career out of, of it. Course, yeah, of course, yeah, of I, course. I'm just not going to be willing to travel or anything like no, that. No, yeah, absolutely not, yeah. You know? So I, it's for, for me, I just want to, for once in my life, I want to do something that I just, it's just fun. There you go. You know, so I just go there during the day, yeah. you know, and talk about the subjects I want to talk about, yeah. you know, and watch other comics, and it's fun for me. And it's it interesting. Really it's always it interesting. interesting. Everything yeah. you bring in is always right. interesting. Right. And yeah, I learn something right. every time you're up there, yeah. so. Thanks. It's great. Yeah. I love it, dude. <laughs> I, I, love, I like to read, you know what yeah. I mean? I like to learn. Good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, and, and I think that that's part of what it what. You know what we do in being authentic is to talk about things that we like, and I think Billy Crystal said it's really a good idea to talk about ourselves, something that's personal. He said in every show, mm-hmm. you know, because that creates uh, intimacy with the audience, and that that makes a better show, and people remember. Absolutely, you know. Um, I know some some people have trouble with that. I know, you know, because you're in front of people you don't know. So right. how is how can you talk about yourself? But yeah. that's what he said. Uh, and if you and if you, you like even Richard Pryor, who is probably one of the most messed was one of the most messed up people in the history of the world. He would talk about himself, you know, and he knew he would be very truthful about. He said, "Yeah, I've been married seven times. You know, this is mm-hmm. all my fault every single time. You know, <laughs> I mean, that takes a lot of guts and awareness to stand in front of five thousand people and say something like that and make it funny. But he was able to do that, right? You know, right." Then that's the one thing I, I I learned the hard way doing it at, or just mm-hmm. learning from the fourth wall. You know what I mean? Just seeing that that authenticity with people. And then right. On my end, it's like sometimes I get too honest. You know what I mean? And well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can be too honest. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that mm-hmm. you can. I mean, if you're comfortable with it, you know, people you know respond to that. You know, that's like the whole idea is to, you know, the whole idea in life, you know, is to be closer when you're when you have an audience. You know, if you if you can talk to them about yourself, they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna create more of a connection. Right, right. And that's the whole idea behind doing a show is to have connection. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I think anyway. Yeah. What was what would be one of the best advices you could give for a comedian? That, something that you've learned, maybe you've heard from someone. Practice. Else. Yeah. Just get up there and talk about things that you like that are important to you. You know, uh, and uh, you know as much as you can talk about yourself. You know, relationships, what makes you happy, stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know. But practice. I would just say get up on stage and, and just talk as much as you can and and just find out what's what's important to you, you know. Because I, I talk about, like, to me, what's really important is that we live in a democracy and now we have basic freedoms, which I have talked about this many times. Mm-hmm. And that's really important to me because it's always under threat. And it's particularly under threat right now mm-hmm. when we have a presidential candidate who, like, is supporting uh, uh, Putin, mm-hmm. uh, a authoritarian leader over Ukraine, which is a democratic country. Mm-hmm. And, and that's Trump. And I think because he wants to be an authoritarian leader. And that's mm-hmm. very, very scary. And uh, I don't know how he thinks that getting uh, indicted four times and being, uh, uh, you know, being accused of 91 felonies is really going to help him become president. But for some reason, he chose to do that. Anyway, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that to me, that's really important. After yeah. having studied history and government and taught it for all these years, you know, that's the most valuable thing that there is in a, in a culture and society is the ability to freely express ourselves, to have a democracy, to vote for our leaders, mm-hmm. uh, and to be told the truth by our government, mm-hmm. and to have the government support uh, democracies around the world, not authoritarian governments. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. To me, that's the most important thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, Well, that was great. (laughs) Thanks. Um, Let's see here. The comedy for you, you, like you said, you just want to have fun with it and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, I mean, down the road, maybe I'll do shows, but right now I'm just working on material. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, dude. And you can tell tell that you're having fun up there. You know what I mean? Do you record any of your stuff? Uh, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I listen to it. I tape it and I watch it. You know, Mm -hmm. say, okay, I went around. I went, okay. Mm -hmm. But it's just practice, you know? I mean, you can feel it when you're doing it. Right. You can tell when you're doing it if it feels good. If it Mm -hmm. feels good, it looks good and it is good. Mm -hmm. You know, if it feels good to you, that's what I've learned. Right. You know? Yeah. But I still watch myself just to, you know, um, it's just having, you know, confidence you know to get in front of people that you don't know right and to say things you know that are important to you that takes a lot of guts you know mm-hmm. it does absolutely and and to do that with confidence is really you know a key if a person can do that like you you're pretty confident up there you know, do you feel confident when you do comedy uh i, I i've gotten over the hill now where i i do feel all around confident with okay it because it was more so there was just little things, you know what I mean? Like the un-ums, right. you know what I mean? And when that starts to happen, I start to talk a little bit faster mm-hmm. and start jumbling over my words. Right. And that's where I start to lose the confidence. Mm-hmm. But overall now, especially with getting that show over, I do feel a lot more confident. Good. Like I feel like I can actually like talk comedy with comedians now, mm-hmm. right? Good. As opposed to just kind of just the learning part, right? Like I, I'm still learning, don't get me wrong. Right. But like I can, I, I have somewhat, a little bit of experience to go back and forth with a mm-hmm. comedian now, you know? Yeah. So, well, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. It's it, long time coming, man. Three months of it. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's three months. Be, it's not very. I know, long. but yeah, true. But, to you, yeah. it is. <laughs> but it's in in the in the you know in the length. Just think about. It. I mean, it's something you just have to commit to do mm-hmm. to doing the rest of your life. Yeah, you know, it's, exactly. it's like a it's a profession. You mm-hmm. know, so like when I talked about Sebastian. Menescalco. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, he just committed to doing it. Right. And part of it is early on, you know, when he did it, you know, he was with a lot of years where he didn't make very much money, just like in a lot of professions. Mm -hmm. Like as a teacher, when I started as a teacher, it was a really hard job and didn't make very much money, Mm -hmm. you know, and you just have to hang in there. Well, Mm -hmm. same with comedian, you know, you, you, when you start out, you may not make much money. Mm -hmm. Um, Might get lucky. And get a TV show, but that that doesn't happen that often. Mm-hmm. It does happen, but not that often. Yeah, absolutely you know? not. Yeah, most comics just grind it out for years and years. Yeah, you know? and people gotta like you too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because oh, even yeah. different comedians, like for if sure. someone's like doing fucking locker room talk, and it's harder for right. someone doing clean work. You know, like with the clean stuff, a greater mass of people. Yeah, I would work clean. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would not. Yeah, and you know, you hear a lot of people do. Like sex jokes, and you know, excuse my language, or dick jokes, mm-hmm. and those get laughs. But you know, it's more of a shocking laugh as opposed yeah, to yeah. That's not gonna you know. It, it, a lot of people do those, and it's really hard to get anywhere doing that. You know, you you really have to have a point of view, your own point of view. When people think of you, they have to think. I, I know this person, and kind of what they're going to talk about. Mm. 
because a lot of people do sex jokes and mm-hmm. dick jokes. Right. You know? Yeah. And I mean, you know. Especially newer comedians. I right. feel like that's the only thing that's really Because like, <laughs> it gets laughed. Yeah. See? And when you yeah. start out, you're really worried about getting the laugh, right, which true. of course, but you want to be authentic and you want to be real and talk about yourself and things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the long, the long view of mm-hmm. it, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, every, to be each their own. Right. I mean, if that's yeah. what somebody wants to do, that's their right. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Read about comedy. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right, John. Well, we're coming to an end here, dude. Okay. I, uh, do, are you on social media anywhere? Usually, I post this on YouTube. If you don't want social media on there, yeah, that's fine. fine. I'm in uh, Instagram. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What, what's your handle? Uh, I'll show it to you. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can show it to me after, right. and then uh, I'll, I'll or you screenshot it to me and then send it to me. Okay. Because I, I on YouTube, I just tag it on the bottom. All right. In the description. Um, but that was fun, man. Thank you Good. so much for yeah, coming out you. here yeah. and talking, for talking history, yeah. talking yeah. comedy. This was a lot of fun, John. Right. I yeah. appreciate it. Good. All right, yeah, everybody. Thanks. thanks for listening. Goodbye.